0: Welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, often people say that, um, well, some people say that running isn't very good for you. They talk about, oh, it's been bad for your knees, it's been bad for your hips, So often, you know, just to, when you maybe talk about running a marathon or something when you're at work, people say, oh, I tried that once and it was bad for my my knees. But... Um, is it really bad for you and or what are the benefits in terms of you know, things like your, your knees and your hips and, and things like that? Well, um, I came across this paper. It's, it's quite old now. It's from um, 2013 from the Medicines and Science in Sports and Exercise um, Journal uh, from 2013. And it looks at um, the effects of running and walking on osteoarthritis and hip replacement. So um, apparently, and I think this is kind of quite a high um, percentage, but um, for osteoarthritis, and it's probably in the states. I'm not one hundred percent sure, but oh, yeah, I think it's in the states. Um, that anyway, the the sort of um, the amount of osteoarthritis is about between seven and twenty five percent in people over fifty five years um, of age. So that's it's, it's pretty um, it's pretty high. Um, Prevalence I guess of osteoarthritis in the community um and there's um there's yeah there's 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 a common sort of perception that over the long run running um is is bad for your for your joints i mean i say that 's what people seem to say. So um, th- what they did in this paper was they looked at this um, two different groups of of people. And they happened to have um, a group of um, uh, runners. They had looked at actually seventy four thousand seven hundred fifty two runners. It's quite a lot. Um, and, um, and another group, which is walkers, fourteen thousand six hundred twenty five. They were from um, a um, a group. Um, and, you know, that's how they find found them. Because I was like, how do they know that they're runners or whatever? But they belonged to Um, some another type of another study that they were involved in which is called the national runners health study um cohort and the national walkers health study cohort so these are like they have these cohorts of people who they kind of follow over some uh, long period of time so they were able to like track them i also get a good idea of what's in their diet there's some really fascinating cohorts i mean i'll I'll talk maybe talk about that another another time but just looking at what what factors maybe um help people or help people not to get certain diseases to help people live longer, or more healthily or whatever. So anyway, this is one of those cohorts and that's how they got all these runners. And then they looked at the, you know, how many of those um, people had osteoarthritis and how many of them had hip replacement. Now taking into account that I say in the, in the community, uh, in this sort of age group that they were looking at, it's something between seven and 25% of um, Caucasians. In fact, I mean, that doesn't i break down the racial mix, but um, that 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 seven to twenty five percent in the normal population is um, just from Caucasians. But um, the the runners had only um, I think two point six percent osteoarthritis, and uh, the walkers had four point seven percent of osteoarthritis. So there did seem to be some strong, like, sorry, really quite strong. Um, protective effect um, from running but what was um, really interesting is why why you have that protective effect and did it really matter for example if if you were like a marathon runner and you've done loads of marathons or you've maybe you've been running like a really long time for your whole life that that was that better for you or worse for you or whatever um so um just, we'll just have, just, quick, just quickly um, run through a couple other things because I thought they were quite fun um quite interesting what what um what really were the factors and, and why did running or walking maybe protect you the running did seem to have an advantage over the walking but to be honest I think that the groups are not completely com- um, comparable that the the walker group seem to be slightly older than the runner group and, I th- and that's a big factor so age is obviously one of the biggest factors um, but um, um, BMI or, or basically the weight of the the person was probably the most significant factor in um, reducing the risk of osteoarthritis or need for hip replacement and so it seems that uh, obviously the Runners, they're going to have a lower BMI because you know, running, they're they're, they're basically um, burning off calories and energy and stuff um, from running. They're they're basically the running group are, are lighter than the normal po- population. So, um, and, and they were lighter also than the um, the walkers. Um, another factor that, the, well, the, the main factor um, in terms of the amount of exercise people did, there was something like um, 1.8 um, equivalent. Um, Hours of, of exercise um, uh, that that the people did each um, each day. I think it is. Um it's not that they were doing a 1.8 hours of exercise. It's, it's that is compared with sort of normal, um, sort of doing normal life is um, whatever you normally do. So it, obviously if you run for half an hour, that's equivalent to actually much more uh, than just half an hour uh, for your normal um, activity. So anyway, there was this threshold limit, which is like 1.8 hours um, that uh, people sort of needed to be able to, to do more than um, to, um, to, to to sort of get into that group of um, people who had a, a lower risk um so yeah I, th- I, th- I thought that that was kind of the, the most significant factor but there were some other things what i thought just pick up on that were kind of interesting as well along the, along the way um one was that um the marathon running um didn't seem to make things um better or or worse um so you know for those people who say to you oh well running a marathon is really really bad for your joints or whatever actually there's no evidence to suggest that at all it was it was it was pretty neutral it didn't seem to benefit you either but um <laughs> and then there was a few few other things which I just thought were funny. Um, so uh, the risk of osteoarthritis also increased with the years of education. So the more highly educated you were, the higher risk you have of osteoarthritis. And I'm, I'm not sure why that might be. It might be something to do with um, maybe... Less likely to be doing manual jobs, so less physical exercise. Um, yeah, they didn't. They kind of didn't correlate everything in in the in the paper. So you know, you might say the people who were more educated had a higher BMI or something. I don't know. but it just made me laugh that um, increased years of education. So if anybody says, uh, "Oh, well, um, why, why are you doing your schoolwork?" It's like, "Well, or um, well, why are you not doing your schoolwork?" Rather, well, they say, "Well, I, I I want to decrease my risk of osteoarthritis. I don't want to study too hard." Um, yes, intake of red meat, um, but not fruit or alcohol, or in fact smoking, um, increased your risk as well. But okay, I, I'm not sure that, that 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 you can really take too much um, message back from from that. It's um, not necessarily cause and effect, and maybe other related factors. Um, so the also the, the speed that you the, you ran um, and um, you know, you sort of your your pace didn't um, affect your risk of um, having osteoarthritis or hip replacement. So it wasn't if you were like a super speedy runner. It's just not not a protective effect. I'm afraid. Um, but the running history did have an effect on um, the need for hip replacement. Um, there was a slightly increased risk of needing a hip replacement if you 'd been running your, your whole life. So I feel a bit doomed because um, i 've been in education for a, a very long time, and i 've been running for a very long time so and my mum just had a hip replacement, which is why I was really interested in this article because she 's just um, I had a hip replacement a few a few months back, so um, yes, I'm, I'm doomed because I have a very long running history, and um, the, that increases my risk of um, needing a hip replacement. So uh, yeah, I just thought that was a, an interesting little um, uh, article uh, about uh, about you know some of the potential benefits of running so I think the, the, the main thing is that if, if you're running and you keep fit then um it's um, a massive advantage but the other thing oh yeah there was one other interesting thing because it wasn't just actually doing exercise that was the advantage because they looked at groups of things like um football players and um uh weight list lifters and stuff like that not in this paper but in other papers and um in those um pa- people um there was there wasn't this benefit and I think it's possibly due to the, sort of the twisting and turning type actions you get in some of those other sports uh, which gives you an increased risk of um, problems with your with your joints so um, as far as exercise goes running was like the best exercise that you could do to protect yourself from osteoarthritis and the need for hip replacement so I hope you find that interesting as I did Um, and um, I hope everything's going okay on day three of lockdown and um, you um, have a good time with your running and it's all going well bye for now